Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. we change the name of this to Drowning Our Sorrows? Hour? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we bring you sexy liberals for this happy hour. Uh, Kimberly Johnson, who is the sexiest of sexy, True. and Chairman Jamie Harrison, also a pretty sexy liberal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah. We, you know what? We, as part of the Stephanie Miller Cinematic Universe, we bring you super, we bring you super, superheroes. Actual don't we? superheroes. Yes. Saving democracy superheroes. Both of them. Right. And uh, we had a lot to talk about. It was a big week. And uh, uh, please enjoy. Drink up. Get your face up in it. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com liberal50 for 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Chair Jamie Harrison joins us now. Good morning, Chairman. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Uh, well, you know, we just. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, just... I know, I know. You know, that guy is obsessed with testicles. And yes! <laughs> he, wasn't he just recently, I, I saw some clip where he, he was saying how uh, over the, the past 50 or 60 years, men's genitalia yes. has yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody needs to just give him a hug or something like that. <laughs> he's some personal, some personal hangups that he, he really needs to deal with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there with the chairman of the Democratic right. Party. <laughs> I have a lot of other jokes I could do. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, chairman, you were just sharing with us, you just got COVID traveling. And I was, so what I was taking all the crap for on Twitter is I posted just a funny picture of me, you know, looking scared on purpose, but wearing, you know, double masking. Because I'm going to see my 99-year-old mother who has Alzheimer's. And you, in your case, you said you have a three-year-old that can't be vaccinated. Um, I tested negative today. I just traveled yesterday. Um, But you were saying you obviously have to travel a lot, and you got COVID. So tell it. Yeah. You know, Stephanie, I was in in Arkansas, and then I went to Florida, and then was supposed to go to North Carolina. got delayed there. But (laughs) today was the first day in almost, you know, 10 days, uh, I think, day day number nine that i actually tested negative um so last last saturday night i you know i got home uh friday night saturday i'm doing all the things around the house with the family and saturday night i'm like my wife has all this laundry and i'm folding up and i'm starting to get these chills and and you you know when your body is telling you you something's not right Mm -hmm. and i started popping out in cold sweat and i told my wife i said i'm gonna sleep in the basement tonight because i don't think i'm feeling right and normally when I'm travel, because I have two kids and one of them is a three-year-old, I try to be very, very careful because yeah. he's not vaccinated and so I don't want him to get it. And so I wear a mask around the house for the first two days and I test. Well, I tested the next morning and I was positive. And so, um, you know, the cold sweats, the, yeah. the fever, the cough, I had all of that. But luckily I was able to get antivirals and other stuff. Uh, and, you know, but today was the first date uh, in well over a week that I did not test positive. And so uh, I'm, I'm grateful for yeah. that uh, and grateful to be back. But it's a scary thing right now. And going through some of these airports, I mean, I was in the Miami and the Orlando airport, probably if, you know, 95% of the people in the airport didn't have on a mask. Yeah. Or 90%. Yeah. And, and when you're crowded in a small place, I told my staff then, I said, I'm going to end up getting COVID in this airport. Yeah. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, I got it. Yeah. No, and I wear, wear a face, you know, mask, you know, mm-hmm. a face shield. Face shield, because I, again, Chairman, first of all, it, it, it told me why we have five times the rate this Memorial Day that we did last Memorial Day, because of yeah. this rampant misinformation, because one unelected Trump judge decided we don't need a mask mandate anymore mm-hmm. on planes. I mean, talking about, we always talk about elections, that elections matter. I mean, this is why we are where we are, and there's so many variants, and you and I still have to worry two and a half years in about our immune-compromised loved ones, whether they're old or young. And, and yes. it's, I have to tell you, I went to Rowan County, North Carolina. It was where my mom, very red county, where my mom's uh, nursing home is. And, you know, saw a guy, big Trump, you know, sign on a guy's house with the Tea Party flag. I saw a guy with, you know, big Trump hat on. And I, I just thought, you know, I wonder if you sometimes lose hope that we're ever going to get over this tribalism or they're ever going to get out of this cult. I mean, I felt like saying it's two years after the election. Why do you have a guy's name <laughs> on your hat or your house? Right. 
you know, it, it's it's a bit daunting at times, and and there there are times in which your hope wavers. Um, but you know, when I come back home and I get grounded and and I look in in the eyes of my of my boys, I recognize that I can't lose hope because of them. I I have to I have to find it from some way and 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 grow it. And and that's why I work as hard as I do to try to. Uh, to make sure that the future is brighter for them, because it, it, it is a great concern. I mean, you see the things that are happening in our society. Uh, you see yet again another horrific shooting uh, take place in, in Texas uh, and in and, and Buffalo and other places. And uh, you just know that you we can't sit on the sidelines. We can't be silent. We can't let hate win. Yeah. Um, and so it's time uh, to get it's loud it's mm-hmm. down our efforts. Yes. Yeah, it's time. It's not, not time for thoughts and prayers. Time to get louder. I mean, you I saved two tweets for you, chairman, because they, they gave me hope because I do think we need that because that's part of voter suppression is making people lose hope that we can do anything that's or exactly we can change. Right. Um, Dr. And Annie Andrews tweeted, when you lose the moms, you lose elections. Thoughts and prayers, GOP. Uh, Corey said, I've never seen a Democratic president cheered in a small town in Texas and also vehemently uh, who vehemently booed at the sitting Republican governor. I I feel like more Americans, you know, even born out in the polling are getting it. They get which party is stopping us from having sensible gun laws. They get, um, you know, again, moms that, that you can't tell me this mom rushed in and saved her two kids. After she, you know, got out of her handcuffs, that the cop, the nineteen cops who sat there and did nothing for an hour, it had put on her. You know, I mean, it, it's something. It feels like something is happening that's different. Is it? Well, it's it's. I think the American people are are, are saying, listen, <laughs> you know, we put our hope in in these institutions and in, in these individuals to to have the best interest for us and our families. But you know what? It, that means we got to put the hope and, and the responsibility on ourselves, and that's what we're going to do. And I think that's what fe- people are feeling right now. You know, I just saw the image the, the other day. I was on social media, and, and there was this um, somebody who posted something about this man that was standing in front of the schoolhouse. And uh, one of the moms called and asked, well, who is this, this strange man? And apparently it was a dad who had said that I'm going to volunteer uh, to the school district to stand in front of the schoolhouse because that that's what I have to do in order to protect my babies who are in the school. I mean, more and more of us are feeling as though we have to do something because you get these politicians like the governor in Texas, uh, like Senator Cruz, who are just failing us. I mean, it's, you know, Senator Cruz's uh, re- response to what happened in Texas was, well, we need one door in and one door out. What the hell is that? Yeah. Fire trap. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a it's a fire trap. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, it is crazy. So you are so scared of the gun lobby. You are so scared uh, of the NRA that you can't fathom to say, you know what? Maybe we need to change something with guns in, in this country. Uh, yeah. Maybe we, you know, an 18 year old doesn't need to have access to something when he can't buy a handgun, but he can buy an AK-15 or, uh, 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 I mean, uh, uh, one of these assault rifles. I mean, come on. Can I mean, I take heart when David Hogg tweeted, mark my words, this time will be different. And I don't know whether it's the confluence of how many times 
and it, we're at a tipping point or it's a you know perfect storm. But I do think this story, you know, you tweeted about what everybody's talking <coughs> about. Stories like this breaking through. An 11-year-old had to smear her classmates' blood over herself and pretend to be dead. And you said in the McCarthy GOP talking point is this, we simply have to reduce doors. I mean, these stories are breaking through, I think, after Uvalde. I mean, I think it's... Um, and also, here's, here's another... You know, they always try to cast Democrats as weak on crime. Republicans are the tough on crime party. Well, most of our crime is committed with guns. GOP is the one stopping us from... Police organizations, even in Texas, said no to all these gun laws that, that Abbott pushed through. So, I mean, is that not an issue we can take back in these midterms as well? It, it is an issue, Stephanie. And, and one of the things they say that, oh, they support, the GOP supports the police departments. Well, hell, if you support the police departments, then you also understand that police don't want to have to deal with these folks who are dealing with these huge assault weapons, right? Yeah. They, they don't want to, to, to risk their lives for, for uh, dealing with, you know, when somebody can mow down 30 people and, and, 15 seconds. And Uvalde is right? the perfect example of that, where the 19 armed policemen no. couldn't do anything about one 18-year-old until the elite border squad that's used to exchanging gunfire with cartels got there. And 19 kids were already dead. I mean, I... I yeah, well, I mean, it, this, yeah. this is the thing that... This is the classic GOP uh, thing. You know, they say, well, you can't politicize this. You know, let's do hopes and prayers and let's not politicize it. And we'll come up with good solutions like, uh, you know, reducing the number of doors in, in a building. And, and that is how we're going to save kids. No, it's not. And what they want the American people to do is to forget. They want folks to move on with their lives, to forget about the pain, to forget about the anguish, to forget about the, the, uh, the 21 people who lost their lives, the 19 kids who lost their lives, who will never uh, see another birthday, who will never uh, get to go to a graduation party, who will never graduate from college, who will never uh, get to have their own kids of their own. Yeah. And that's what they want people to forget. But, folks, we cannot forget. We cannot be silent. We have to constantly remind them that we don't forget this. And this is just not an isolated thing. It's not just the guns, but it's also women's rights to control their own bodies. It's our voting rights. It is a full frontal <coughs> assault on who we are as a people. And we can't forget. And the power that we have is yeah, protests are good. But bottom line is, folks, these people need to get the hell out of office. Mm -hmm. And the only way that they get the hell out of office is that we vote them out. Yep. The only way to get judges who will actually understand the anguish that American people are going is to get people in office who will appoint judges who will understand that. Yeah. You, well, you said once again the Senate GOP standing in the way from common sense gun reform to women's rights to voting rights. They blocked and obstructed positive change. We must pick up seats in the Senate. Um, you know, I think it was Sheldon Whitehouse said the other day, we only actually need like four or five. That's eminently doable, isn't it? That's Between, it. you know, Ohio and uh, um, Tim Ryan, Val Demings in Florida. I mean, we have a lot of great candidates. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, North Carolina, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you know, Missouri's picking up a, as a possibility. I mean, there are a lot of great candidates, Iowa, uh, across this country. So, you know, I know people, We yes, we got to get loud. Uh, we, we can, <clears throat> excuse me, we can get angry, but folks, bottom line is this, if we don't vote, if we don't vote them the hell out, 
then all of that is just wasted emotion. All of it is just wasted emotion because they will continue to do the same damn thing. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that you change it is that you show them your political muscle. You show them that the, 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 the power isn't in the lobby. The power isn't in the contributions. The power is in the people. And the people need to show up. Yeah. If the 80 million people who showed up for Joe Biden showed up again in November, folks, things will, a sea change will happen in this country. Yep. A sea change. I, can I just so say just quickly, speaking of our great candidates, Let's talk about Herschel Walker for a minute. Herschel oh, Walker's solution to school shootings involves a department that can look at young men, that's looking at women, that's looking at social media. You just said this man needs serious help, and the GOP know this, but they don't care. They just want power. They don't care that he abused his spouse, threatened police, held a loaded gun to his head. They don't care that he's clueless on policy. Um, show them you care. Support Reverend Warnock. I had a chance to meet Reverend Warnock and listen to him speak in person recently. I you could not find a, hun a person 180 degrees from Herschel Walker that is in every way uh, intelligent, well-spoken, you know, a, a reverend that is an amazing senator, right? Yep. And, I mean, Reverend Warnock, it, it, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 night and day doesn't even uh, describe the difference between Warnock and, and Herschel Walker. Yeah. Herschel Walker needs some help. Yeah. And, I, and this is not me being political. Yeah. I mean, you just take a look at the man. You take a look at the things he has done over the past few years. You hear him now. He is not all there. He yeah. needs some some professional help. But the Republican Party, it's not that they uh, they don't see it. They do see it. Yeah. What they want is they want a body in a seat that they can control so that they can have the power. And it would not surprise me is, you know, they, they get him in, they try to get him in there and then they force him to resign and then they appoint somebody else mm -hmm. who else they can control. Yeah. I mean, but Herschel Walker does not have the best interests of the people of Georgia in mind. No. And I and I personally care about it because my mom lives in Georgia, my stepdad lives in Georgia, my niece and nephew, my, my sister, my uncles, they all live in, in Georgia. And I tell you what, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that this man does not represent them in the United States Senate. Somebody who will put a gun to their own head? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Um, please get over that COVID cough. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's making know. me nervous. We need you on that wall. <laughs> I right. know. I know. It's. It, it, let me tell you, it's a lot better than what it was. It yep. was yeah. every yeah. every other, every 30 seconds. You know, but, uh, Gavin Newsom just got COVID he out did, here. Yeah. So he please, everybody, COVID is not after, over. We're five times the amount we were last yeah year a year ago so please get vaccinated and boosted mask up he tested positive right after meeting with new zealand's prime minister i hope she's okay okay um, Her uh, um chairman harrison please get better soon and thanks so much please come back all the time thank you for all you do stephanie <laughs> uh thank yeah you. really your your voice is is so needed in in this in this battle for democracy so thank you so much Aww, thank you honey Appreciate and hopefully it. your mom's doing well too yeah she, she is. 99 broke her femur two months ago walking She's walking, Chairman. <laughs> there he is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I just called the Chairman of the DNC, honey. Okay. Um, <laughs> goodbye, Chairman, honey. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Oh, hi, Kimberly Johnson of the Start Me Up podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? See, we were going to do Start Me Up, but we didn't. We threw you a curveball. Yeah, I know. Uh, you threw me a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> She's joining us from the CRISPR drawer. From the CRISPR. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hi, Kimberly. Yes, yes. Kimberly Johnson, I did a best, uh, guess the quote with Bob Seska earlier, and he got it wrong. He, okay. he guessed deputy dog and not you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do guess the quote. I'll do your guess the quote with you because I loved it so much. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hang on. I'm trying Uh-oh. to find it. Hold, please. Oh, dear. Hold. Oh. Uh, please save your negative assumptions. If you don't think it's possible, fine. Be a negative bummer on your own page, not mine. I'll delete defeatist attitudes. I've heard enough of them. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Kimberly Johnson. And not Deputy Dog. <laughs> that right. is what we're also fighting is cynicism, right? On guns or anything else. Yeah. No, we're not going to be able to yeah. do it. Nothing will ever change. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they want us to think going into the midterms, right? Yeah, yes. And Democrats are very good at picking up on those talking points, and I wish they would stop because obviously we have lots of things stacked against us. But we have proved in 2018 and in 2020 that when we want to, we can show up. So I think we need to stop with the it's never going to happen. Look, it may not happen in this Congress, but if we're smart and we show up, then we can give the Democrats a bigger majority, and then we can maybe finally pass something. I just said that. The worst thing to happen would be fall for this Republican's performative dance, get, you know, some little tiny thing done at the edges, just enough so they can stay in power, because they're scared, Sless. Don't be, don't be, Uh, you know. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Right. So they're going to, like, try to make it look like they're doing something. But if you want the status quo, then just, you know, keep enough of them in power, and that's what will happen. As you said, you tweeted, you said, at some point soon the Evaldi memory will fade because of other horrible headlines. We can get numb and forget, or we can decide this time will be different but it's a choice we have to make collectively we've done it before marriage equality the right to vote etc thank you i never i'm a gay person and i never thought marriage equality would be would happen in my yeah. lifetime right and you know i was always hearing as uh activists were fighting to get the last three states ratified for the equal rights amendment all i ever heard you know it was stalled for decades and we needed three more states there was an arbitrary deadline placed on it that expired, but all I ever heard was, it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen. And then guess what? It happened! Yep. Yeah. So I'm tired of hearing, I mean, it's not in the Constitution yet, but I'm tired of hearing that we can't do stuff. I mean, right. we're not always going to win everything. We're not always going to pass every piece of legislation. But instead of taking on this, it's never going to happen, everything's so corrupt, you know, we need to kind of change that argument because what it does, it sets, I believe, like a collective expectation. And so we need to set that expectation to win and not set it to lose. And that's why we named the tour Save Democracy, because that's really mm-hmm. what we're voting for, yeah. whether it's women's yeah, aut- it you know, the, the right to vote, the right to yeah. you know women to have bodily autonomy, the right to not get shot to death anywhere, mm-hmm. school, work, uh, concert, you name it. Um, but as you said, you were on Twitter and you and Allison Gill have been really all over this and great on, uh, on Twitter about it. It's just we have got to get away from our single issue ideological period yeah. voters or yeah. bye bye democracy. Like somebody t- tweeted, uh, if Biden forgives ten thousand dollars of my school loans, I'll still be one hundred fifty thousand one hundred fifty seven thousand in debt. So the Democrats are going to have to do a lot more if they think I'm getting off my ass in November. Oh, my God. You just you tweeted. So if you punish the Dems by staying home and the GOP wins, how does that help you? They attacked the Capitol, killed D.C. cops, then lied about it. They banned books. They're taking away your bodily autonomy. You do deserve better. But if the GOP gets power, we all lose. 
I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Allison did a thing like every yeah, single like, you know, right, yeah. like if you lose your yeah. uh, right to choice, you know, because yeah. you didn't get enough college debt relief. You know what I mean? It's just if you lose, yeah. tell a gay person they can't marry the person they love anymore because right. you didn't get. I mean, it's it's just there has got to be a we that wants to save our democracy, doesn't there? Yeah. I, yes, I agree. And then going back to that person who talked about, uh, you know, their debt. Uh, first of all, we don't know if these people are legitimate, if they're trolls or, or, or not, just to stow divisive, you know, the, the divide and all that. But I think we have to remember when we're dealing with them online, and I had to do this when I tweeted to her, because my first reaction was to get angry right. and to say something really sarcastic, which would just push her away further. So I wanted to make my point, but I didn't want to be, uh, I don't know, like sarcastic or kind of condescending. And sometimes we get condescending when we're talking to these people on Twitter because they make us so angry. You yeah. know? And so I think it's important for everybody who, when you reply, try to at least acknowledge what they're feeling, even if you think it may be a troll, because if it is a troll, there's going to be some counterpart, like a real person out there who has that problem. So you don't want to dismiss their problem. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do takes, you think is going to happen with the GOP? It, here's what it takes: it takes loving a youngin like yeah. Sean Comiskey, who will be yeah. in for uh, <laughs> loving a for Chris Leboy. Yes. But I no, I acknowledge that it is uh, insane that mm-hmm. what the college costs today, you know, yeah. for us olds as compared to them. You know what I mean? But I mean, the impossibility of paying off your college <laughs> or buying a house today is, is yeah. and I I get it. I get the frustration. But as you say. GOP will only make all of that worse. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, and also it was interesting. Someone tweeted, did you have active shooter drills at your school? And you said, no, we had fire drills and that was it. I I mm-hmm. do believe in this generation of David Hoggs. Yeah. And when he says this yes. time will be different, I I want to believe him and I want to go support him June 11th of the, you know, March in D.C. again and get all those people registered because um, I feel like they do know it's different. We didn't grow up with this. Kimberly, we didn't. We didn't have active no. shooters. We didn't no. know where to get no. guns when we were that age. We didn't have any of that. But these no. kids are aware that they don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah, and I think it's also important to note that you know we we should and we always focus on the families and the children who have been murdered. But then there's the the living children who have to go to school and they're afraid because they see it in the news. And then these active shooter active shooter drills. You know, that's also traumatizing because what's that telling the kid is, hey, any minute, some guy with a gun might come in and kill you. And so it's a reminder. And then some I wish I could have I wish I would have saved the tweet. But one of my Facebook followers made a point saying, you know, the thing that keeps me up at night is some of these kids are like they've gone through the active shooter drills, which is hard for me to say. And they remember it. So now they're getting older and. If some of them are going to, yeah. you know, show up at school with a the gun, they know the drills. Yeah, they know. So they know what yeah. to expect. So, yeah. and, and I think that we have to keep in mind that these children that are still living, you know, watching the massacres, that's traumatizing for them. Yeah. And I think we need to pay attention to that because we don't want to have this generation of children terrified of being murdered with a gun. Imagine being the little girl when she grows up telling the no. story about, yeah, I smeared my best friend's blood on me. So I, the, the yeah. shooter would think uh, I'm dead. That, that's how, that that's how insane. it was when you're growing up in 2022, everybody. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, I mean, it's amazing the right wing on what they think is a threat to children. Apparently masks in school, a threat. Yeah. 
Right. Um, you, yes. you, you, you commented on J.D. Vance on porn, ban it to save families. And you said ban books, ban porn, ban abortion, because freedom, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Small I was, government. I, you know, I was saying, Kimberly, I was struck because I went to see my 99-year-old mom. I double masked yeah. and wore a shield. And, you know, because yeah. and I was amazed at like the Twitter swarms of angry, uninformed little MAGA yeah. bees. Yeah. But but I just but I did think I what the sense I had too is mind your business. Like yeah, what do exactly. you care if I double mask <laughs> because I believe in science and I don't want you know what do you care that I'm quadruple yeah. vaxxed because I believe in science? Like okay, if you don't I'm sorry, this is why I'm wearing my just hurry up and die shirt, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they're angry at you for wearing a mask, yet they're happy when they see some I, I have to watch my language. Some guy who walks into Starbucks with <laughs> yes. like all kinds of guns and knives and what and what is that? Yeah. Talk about living in fear. They accuse us of living in fear because there's right. a virus. But they need could, a gun you know, to shop at Walmart. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, but don't you think that is a really an, a larger issue to take back in the midterms? Is they're all about like big government get out of our lives? It's like yeah. my yeah. business. Get, don't tell me what to do with my body. Like, don't, you know, you were just screaming my body, my choice about vaccines, but you can right. tell women what to do at any point about their body. I mean, it's just all of it, I think, is, is yeah. very, and then um, you know, you can tell me heads. what books my kids can read. And I mean, it's yeah. just, to me, they're all about big government now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, totally. And it, it's just so, it's just the irony is insane. They will say anything. I mean, there was that one woman, I believe she's running for Congress, but I'm not sure who said that. And I know this is old news because it happened like more than a week ago. Huh. But the woman who said that uh, they were burning aborted fetuses to light up D.C. Yeah. Right. I mean, they'll say anything. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I know the base has to know some of that. It's just ridiculous and they don't care. But I mean, are are people believing that? Are people? Do you know how many people tweeted that? that I'm going to die soon because I am I'm vaccinated because I have poison in me and I've shot my own <laughs> immunity immune system now and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, and someone said I'm going to die of the communism in my face, or he's oh, of course. or he's going to die of the communism in my face. Something. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of health, you retweeted the news: coffee drinkers may be at lower risk of early death, according to a new study, and you said I shall live forever. <laughs> All of us in morning radio. Yes. Yes, exactly. I do love my coffee. Uh (laughs) I love that one. What did someone say? If you replace your morning coffee with a green tea, you can reduce whatever happiness you have left in your life by (laughs) 75%. I've tried, and yeah, it's not going to work. Not happening. Exactly. No. All right. We have Kimberly Johnson the whole hour. Ha-ha, Bob Seska. (laughs) We're going to ride her hard, put her up wet, Bob. What? Oh my God! Like a horse, like a horse. Just mentally, mentally, she's mentally. never coming We're back. We're gonna milk her brain. No. We're gonna milk her brain. No. <laughs>